Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Chapter 5 Danger at Fern Falls. Shorty Wilson helped the shoebox kids find trees to tie their horses to when they got to Fern Falls. Except for Willie. Willie got to keep riding Smokey. Wow, this is awesome! Chris exclaimed when he saw the falls. Dee Dee peered down at the pool where the falling water splashed down. Water sprayed on the rocks, making them wet and shiny. It looks like someone pouring a bucket of water into a sink, Dee Dee said. Yeah, and it's splashing all over the kitchen, Maria added with a laugh. Look at all the moss growing on the rocks, Jenny said. Chris pointed at the plants all around the bottom of the waterfall. I can see why it's called Fern Falls, he said. Look at all the ferns growing down there. Willie urged Smokey as close as he dared to the bank and peered over at the pool of water. Huge pine trees shaded the waterfall. Does the sun ever get down there, he asked Shorty. Only for a few minutes a day, Shorty replied. Ferns need cool, moist air to grow well. Suddenly, Apache snorted and reared back. He bumped into Magic, and Magic whinnied loudly. Then Zack started barking at something in the trees. Hey, what's happening? Chris shouted. He ran toward Apache with Shorty right beside him. Don't run right up behind Apache, Shorty warned. You might frighten him worse if he doesn't see you. Chris slowed down and started talking softly. It's all right, Apache. Apache tossed his head. He stared at Chris with wild eyes, and then he started to calm down. He seems to trust you, Chris. Shorty looked pleased. Chris smiled as he carefully reached for Apache's lead rope. Good boy, Apache. Good boy. What scared you, anyway? The shoebox kids crowded around Shorty. What happened? Maria asked. Something must have startled him, Chris replied. Shorty Wilson frowned. His red eyebrows narrowed, and he pushed his black hat back on his head. I don't think Apache was just startled. I helped Chris tie Apache. There's no way he could have gotten loose by himself. Look, Dee Dee exclaimed. She pointed through the trees. I see something, Willie echoed. Let's go, Smokey. Willie and Smokey charged up the trail like the Lone Ranger on his horse, Silver. Be careful, Shorty called, but Willie wasn't listening. He rounded a corner and was gone. Shorty didn't waste a motion. He jumped on his horse and galloped after Willie. I hope Willie doesn't get hurt, Jenny said. He'll be all right, Dee Dee said confidently. He's probably the best rider of all of us. I just hope he doesn't catch up to whoever scared Apache and Zack. Why not, Sammy asked. He took his hat off and wiped an arm across his forehead. Because who knows what they would do to Willie. Dee Dee looked really worried. Remember what happened to Zack last night? I don't want Willie to disappear, too. Dee Dee's right, Chris agreed. We'd better go see if we can help. He hurried and tightened Apache's cinch. Then he grabbed the reins and saddle horn to pull himself into the saddle. It only took him two tries this time. I think I'm getting better at this, he said. Maria untied Snowy. If Chris is going, I am too. Me three, Sammy added. Jenny and Dee Dee untied their horses too. Suddenly, Dee Dee remembered Zack. Zack, she called, but he didn't come. Zack's disappeared again. Jenny didn't believe Dee Dee at first, but after she helped Dee Dee search all over, she didn't have much choice. What could have happened to him this time? Dee Dee thought she knew the answer. She searched the ground where Apache had been tied and found what she was looking for. All of a sudden, it was very clear. Whoever was out there wasn't after Apache, Dee Dee said. He was after Zack. But how did Apache get loose? Chris asked. 
They untied him so we wouldn't notice Zack was gone until it was too late, Dee Dee said. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 10, Adventure on Wild Horse Mountain, written by Eric Stoffel, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.